The Collector's Collection, Episode 2, Captain America, The First Avenger. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Collector's Collection, a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan podcast. I am your host, Chris, joined by my fellow henchman, Bobby. I would like to welcome you to the new podcast. Anna. I'm not going to be that creepy. And Steve. The afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week to kick off the show proper, we're going to go be going through Captain America, the first Avenger. But before we get into it, I want to welcome Steve to the show. Thank you. How's it going? Oh, yeah. Welcome you. Thank you. Thank you for coming with us. <laughs> Thanks on this for having me. You're welcome. God damn it, Bobby. Yeah, so unfortunately, Jeremy was having some personal issues and couldn't commit to the show full time, but I'm sure he'll be around from time to time. And plus, I think your experiences with the MCU and the, at least the modern comics are pretty much in line with his. Can we yeah, just- I mean, I definitely have a pretty extensive background with the comic books. Um, I have a terrible memory, so oftentimes I can read something <laughs> a thousand times or see a movie five times, and in six months it's brand new to me again. But once I start rewatching them, it all kind of falls right back in there. So, yeah, I also want to thank uh, my web folks, Chris and Cindy. Shout out to them. I usually handle all the web stuff myself, but um, after seeing what they did to the the website and the the cover art. What's that website called? Collectorpodcast.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was happy to hand the reins over. Bobby actually got us uh, introduced and stuff. They did a good job. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Please, <laughs> I will take questions after the show. Yeah, so if you're like thinking of starting a podcast or putting a website together, please consider hiring Cindy and Chris. I'll put links to their websites in the show notes for this episode at collectorpodcast.com. All right, so Captain America. I was going to play this anyway since Jeremy requested <laughs> it on the last episode, but since he Avenger. but since he had to go before it really got started, I think it's doubly important that we play it just as a homage to him. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. <laughs> that's, so, that's so haggard. That's such a haggard song. It is. <laughs> it didn't survive the test of time. No, it did not. We critiqued it, so it's it's cool for fair use. There you go. So, All right, so Captain America, the first Avenger, came out in 2011. It was actually the fifth MCU movie. But technically, since a lot of it happened in the 1940s, chronologically, it comes first. And basically what you have is the Human Torch, I mean, Captain America, and his journey from frail weakling to the super soldier who goes around punching Nazis. Can we agree how creepy it was to see him that small, though? Yes. It was really weird. <laughs> it was It was some pretty awesome movie magic, though. <laughs> if they'd have made his head like a little bit smaller, I think More it, it, it would have been body. fine. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like he had a hard time walking as a child. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Still, nonetheless, it did look pretty good for it being 2011. Yeah. When I watched it, a, like I don't know, a week and a half ago, I'm sitting there with Anna. I'm like, how do they do that? Well, actually, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned that. <clears throat> Pull up my notes here. It was actually some digital plastic surgery, and that's what they call it. Well, I mean, I figured that's what it was after I asked that really stupid question. Yeah, and didn't they have to do like several takes of yes. everything? I'm sure they did. Yeah. But it was actually a company based out in L.A. called Lola that actually cut them down. Nice. So are you going to put links to them in the show notes for if you ever need to <laughs> if make you yourself have any, uh, like a tiny body and a giant head? Needed. Special flex. <laughs> if you need any special effects needed. Lolo has you. Lolo's got your back. Oh, my. We'll expect a check. So let's talk about them Nazis. That's where we're starting? <laughs> you want to start with Nazis? <laughs> so you got Zola and Red Skull, as you later find out that he is. And they're pretty much like what I imagine... The Nazis from Indiana Jones are like, had Indy just never showed up. 
Which you think after that they would stop looking in boxes. I mean, the last time a Nazi looked inside of a box <laughs> didn't end well. True story. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, like I was saying on the last episode, V for Vendetta is one of my favorite movies. So it was nice to see my man V up in here as Johann Hugo Schmidt, Hugo Weaving, Mister Smith. Hugo Feeving? Oh, yeah, he was that guy, too. You forgot about Mr. Smith? He was the elf? I've yeah, nev- I've he never... was also Elrond. Elrond? Lord of the Rings? He was the elf? Oh, yeah, man. He I was in it. I don't remember his name. I forgot all these I think his name roles that he's played. Yeah. He's a really good actor. Without a mask on. No, he's really good. <laughs> so that leads me to my first question about these Nazis. How'd they know to, to push the snake's eye? I believe learning to push the eye of a snake is... Nazi training 101. I think it's the first day, actually. When you show up, you just line up. You push the eye. You might come across wood doors. They might have little snakes on them. Okay. What you must do is press the eye of the snake. Nailed it. But as for a serious answer to your question, it has to do with Norse mythology, which Schmidt was obsessed with. They oh, yeah, explain that later on in the movie. Yeah, because, well, even in that, that scene, they said that the Tesseract came from, like, Odin's trophy room just, or something. Yes, it was. Real, the Space Stone. Let's just be honest here. The Space Stone. Hey, hey, we ain't there yet. We don't know that yet. It's a Tesseract. <laughs> All right. Fair. Because, you know, it's not called that until much later in the Marvel Universe. I know. Yeah, it was really interesting rewatching this, knowing, obviously, what I know now from having seen all the MCU films, but even some of the, the powers that it holds are alluded to in this film, but not oh, yeah. explained, which I thought that was kind of neat to go back and watch it and realize, oh, wow, they really foreshadow what's coming. Can't wait to see it. I know. Oh, oh, yeah. How many times did you watch it, Chris? Twice. Well, one and a half times. Do you count looking at Facebook as half a time? No, like I actually... Movie? No, he actually sat down and watched it halfway through. That's accurate, That's I did. <laughs> then oh, decided I, to go to bed. I watched it one full time. One full time, direct my, my direct attention. Second time, I wasn't too focused on it. <laughs> but I, I did remember after seeing it that I had at least seen bits and pieces of it yeah. before, so yeah. that was cool. What did you think of it? It was fun, man. It was yeah. a fun movie. I mean, like plot holes so big you could drive a truck through them, but I'm sure we'll get to some of those yeah, we'll later. <laughs> yeah, there were a few. Who liked the two the two little foreshadows in the whole movie? Picks up the trash can. Yeah. Then he picks up the door. Yeah. 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 There. yeah. <laughs> it's like it evolved more and more into the shield as it went. <laughs> and then he had the little press metal one. Oh, his show shield? The show shield, which actually, another fun fact, they were going to try to keep it as the original shield as long as they could. Yeah. But the guys that had originally drawn the Captain America comic, they were like, eh, it's kind of too close to ours, so uh, go ahead and remove that real fast. Do you remember what the shield is made out of in this movie? Vibranium or yeah so that yes. was is that how you say it yeah it's vibranium that's um and that's another of... it's a, yeah it is there's another kind of foreshadowing to a movie that came much later in the timeline it's actually movie came out last year yeah yeah because it's well i mean it's obviously black panther for those that are listening but you know it's up for, it's in the oscars this year so yeah it was yeah. it was last year another fun fact about the shield in the films they explained that it's vibranium um, in the comic books, it's actually made from a combination of vibranium and adamantium, which Ooh. is what Wolverine, Wolverine yeah. happens they couldn't to be use the used, but they cannot use the adamantium reference due to licensing deals with, bum, with Fox bum, Studios. Bum. So it was interesting that they just kind of omitted that part and just went with vibranium, which I mean, within the MCU, still works. completely still works, works, but <laughs> it's a, just a fun aside. Yeah. Yeah. Don't suck. I need another one. Sorry. Yeah. It's the last nah. vibranium we had. Yeah, I liked the film a lot. Um, you know, not to be all too all over the place, but I think it it had 
the illusions that Bobby spoke about, like showing the different types of shields kind of leading up to his and then, you know, mention the vibranium. But it also did a lot of really subtle things that if you don't know the lore of Marvel in general or even the MCU, you might miss. Um, they speak to the gods a couple of times in this film, which is a direct reference to the Asgardians. Yep. Um, there's just a lot of really, really subtle things that are never directly said. They easily could have just said the Asgardians. But instead, I feel like it's kind of fan service for those. That well, and also they know. didn't they didn't really know them as the Asgardians. They know them as gods. Right, right. You know. Like when we get into Asgard and Thor and all that, they are gods. Yep. And that is how they are perceived on Earth. Correct. Yeah, so there was a lot of fan service in this film. No, I mean I I, I remember him mentioning Odin at the beginning, but I don't remember another spot where they really talk about that. So. Um they they directly quote like, you know, this was you know, the doings of the gods or from the gods type things. And all of those references are, are directly referring to the Asgardians. Heck, even they got the tree of life in the beginning. Yes, yep. and then um, also when they talk about Schmidt and how he became Red Skull, they also talk about the gods and things like that there. Oh, yeah, I guess they do, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, in line with kind of what we're talking about right now with the illusions and the, the little references and stuff, the coolest little Easter egg they put in there was the Human Torch reference. I don't know if any of you are familiar with what they did in there with that, but basically they show a red suit. In a glass case when they're... Was that what that was? Yeah. yeah. So that's the Human Torch's original suit from the 1940s <laughs> comic book. Oh, you're which is hilarious. Chris Evans... Was he? ...played the yeah, Human yeah, Torch... Yeah. ...in those dramatically terrible Fantastic Four films. Um, and so that goes back far enough to, to before Marvel was even called Marvel. That was Timely Comics. Yeah. Um, and it was the original 1940s Human Torch suit that they had on display there. So... And again, no reference, nothing. It's just kind of tucked in there for for that fan service. So that was in the scene where him and Bucky, Bucky, before Bucky go ships off. Yeah, when where, they were where at you the, see Tony's father. Yeah, yeah. where yeah, they were Howard, at the convention. Man. Yeah, Howard, man, love that guy. Oh yeah. I mean, just because mainly, I mean, this is on purpose, obviously, but you know, Howard Hughes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that guy. Yeah. Um. Well, and you're a big fan of. Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Iron Man, and so seeing him kind of, yeah, you know, act the same way and give you that insight into where where Tony got his his attitude from is kind of neat. That whole convention thing had like a Fallout vibe to me, like with the car. It, I mean, it looked well, it's like it's supposed it. to be the future, <laughs> yeah, like what is coming from Stark Industries. Well, just remember, shortly after that, there was that weird split in the Fallout timeline. <laughs> so happened right before Howard Stark. Speaking of the the convention, did you notice who Bucky brought as a date? Sorry, I'm a Doctor Who nerd, so I have to throw this in there. Oh, what's her name? She plays Clara, the uh, the Impossible Girl. Oh yeah, at the end of Matt Smith's tenure, mm-hmm. you meet her. Yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of her actual name right now. I follow her on Instagram and everything, and I should know this. <laughs> I am her biggest fan. Okay, not her biggest on fan, the, but on, I am a big fan of On hers. the gram, I am her biggest fan. <laughs> well, you mentioned Bucky, and I had forgot to bring this up, but back when they were back when we were talking about the foreshadowing with the trash can when Bucky rolls up, that was pretty funny. Hey pal, why don't you pick on someone your own size? <laughs> and kicks him in the rear end, sends him on his way. Yep. I chuckled at that one. Oh, that's so lame. <laughs> Yeah, but it reminds me of like what a 1960s TV show would have done. Yeah, <laughs> for a fight. Hey, scene. buddy, pick <laughs> on someone your own size. But uh, I mean, I really like uh, Chris Evans' portrayal of Captain America here. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Captain America was born out of the World War II era of comics, yeah. so you know he's got to be like America. Yep. Yeah. And, like, just the line about, you know, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. I'm not, like, uh, hugely patriotic, but it was just like, yeah. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> right on. I think at some point, like, just that line kind of sums up, like, Captain America as a whole. Yeah. Like, he's this, um, 
I don't know, honest. Just an honest person. He's he's just, I'm a genuine guy. Yeah. I'm a swell fella. It was the he, whole reason he was picked to be Captain America. No, no I, I totally get that. I just I just like the way that they brought it all together. Yeah, I mean, he's the Boy Scout, right? He's the he's the Superman yep. of the Marvel Universe. He's the Pretty Boy much. Scout. There's no, there's no edge cooler. to him. He's just... Captain He's America. just a good guy. He's Captain America. I mean, if you look at most of the the superheroes that we know now, almost all of them have some edge to them, some kind of you know issue they're dealing with, and things like that. Whereas yeah. Cap is just Cap. I mean, he's just a he's just a good dude who did right. And well, like Dwight Schrute says, you know, heroes are born out of a childhood tragedy. Yeah, but not Cap. <laughs> well, not Cap. His no, only tragedy Cap. was being really, really small. Was, oh my gosh, so his list of issues. When when you see him go through the enlist, enlistment, just the list kind of makes you cringe. Makes you yeah. wonder how he made it to where he was. So really, via science, he was trying to. Uh, if he would have got caught, if he would have like actually been able to enlist under a different name, he would have been in a lot of trouble had they found that out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like court martialed type offense yeah. right there jail time it's like, hey bud um fraud that's fraud i mean who's gonna <laughs> yep. who's gonna care when you're already overseas i know it was it was he World wouldn't War have made it era. through boot camp yeah he would have no he would not have just just from the asthma the heart palpitations things like that oh they they would have ran him till he died so re-watching it i had almost forgotten that this actor was in it which is crazy because he's not one of my favorites necessarily but usually when he's on screen i'm enjoying it was and and rewatching it, I felt like in a way he almost stole the movie. Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> yes, man, the guy is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling her the same thing. Like yep. Tommy Lee Jones was like put on this earth to play a role like um, Colonel Phillips. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. And what I what I dig about him is he he can strike that he can strike that balance of you know the entire film he's just kind of hardened soldier he's older than them he doesn't really give a damn about what they're going through but then at the end you know when we'll get to but there's like this pivotal moment where he's observing it and you can see there's genuine care in his eyes so i mean i just thought like you said he's perfect for that role yeah and well i i specifically wanted to talk about my favorite uh moment from him was basically when you first meet him and agent carter <laughs> and um the the i can't remember the the uh recruit or or you know soldier's name but you know he kind of steps out of line with with agent carter and she decks him and then uh phillips is just like what the hell are you doing down there get get <laughs> what you stand up until someone tells you what to do yes <laughs> so great <laughs> stand around until someone tells you what to do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even just, you know, when, when Cap is trying to check on Bucky and, you know, he's asking him, you know, I've, I've written a lot of them, but the name sounds familiar today. And he's talking about him maybe being dead. And that's just his response, right? Is, yeah. yeah, I've written a lot. Yeah. The name sounds familiar. Sorry. <laughs> like it when he walked up. Star Spangled Man with the plan. What you got for me today? <laughs> yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about um, Stanley Tucci's character in this the german scientist oh yeah yeah. abraham erskine i think that's how you say his name but um yeah i mean i guess most a lot of people don't know that you know back during that time in the real world i think the operation was called operation paperclip where we imported a bunch of german scientists over here uh so it's it's doesn't stretch the uh realm of possibility that there'd be a german scientists up in there while they overseas fighting nazis i just think it's yeah. funny how there's a german how there was a german scientist inside the recruiter camp <laughs> hello young man <laughs> i want you to listen to me <laughs> no uh, yeah <laughs> i could only imagine what some of those recruits were thinking if they came across him yeah what in the world is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just his interaction with cap Leading up to, you know, him getting injected with the... the Vita rays. The Vita rays and the, the serum and stuff. Just the interaction they have towards each other. You know, of course, Cap's probably, like Anna said, like, what the hell's this Nazi doing over here? This German doing over here? 
and he's trying to recruit me into this program, like that just doesn't mm, something doesn't add up. <laughs> something doesn't add doesn't up. Seem right. <laughs> well, I mean, and when he does first meet him, he the first question he asks is, "Where are you from?" I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> but before that, I was from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said from Queens. Uh, he might have said Queens. You want to kill Nazis? No. I just don't like bullies. <laughs> How about we just do a round robin of the whole movie? We'll just look at a script. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't like bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I just like their interaction with each other and... Like, I did not see. I did not, not see. see. You did not see. <laughs> 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 All right. I do see what you did there. I, anyway. I did, didn't did see, uh, you know, his death coming. And it was it kind of bummed me out. That was pretty gangster. That's the death that bummed you out in the movie? <laughs> One of them. Okay. Pow, oh. pow. Dang. Oh, no. He just got shot in the chest twice. <laughs> but what about the schnapps? Oh, the poor schnapps. Well, I don't it, think it, he's going to make I it. I think it was all gone. I think it was all gone. Yeah, I think he drank it all the night before. He was yeah. like, a lot more than I should have. <laughs> yeah, you can't have any I did, fluids. I didn't, save an, I didn't save as much as I should have. Maybe next year. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That scene, Agent Carter's reaction is the best reaction. Oh, when he gets out of the chamber. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. <laughs> so I don't actually watch the shows as much as I love Marvel. I just don't have the time to invest into the shows right now. Is it the same actress? In- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Haley Atwell. Okay. I did enjoy watching her on the screen. She's not terrible to look at. Like no. Watching her walk <laughs> away. Yes. <laughs> so maybe they go into this later in the MCU, but what the hell is a Vita Ray? They never actually go any further into that. It's vitamins. Yeah, it's all it is, Vita, is vitamins. It's fancy science vitamins. <laughs> it's it's fancy, fancy Stark vitamins. It's fancy. You know? I, like to think of, I like to think of them as fancy sun vitamins. Just They started off as like chalk pellets, then they went to like Flintstone gummies, and now you get in the chamber and have them injected into you. It's <laughs> just a higher dosage. Like if you ate enough Flintstone gummies... And you, the only you reason they did it, like the only reason they did it that way was because of the serum. They had to find a way to get you to get Captain full of a shit ton of vitamins, but they had to do it in such a way that was easily absorbed. So they did it through light. What better way than flashing a twenty million lumen light at you? Right. <laughs> Apparently, that was the best way. It worked. So. Here's another question I have about that that scene. So they had a saboteur in their midst over there. As not we not only was it a saboteur, but he was like an aide. Oh like, yeah, he was somebody in the like, government. Yeah, he was like senator's like. aide or yep. something like that. Yeah. So you you, you have the saboteur sitting there watching all this happen, and he just waits till everything's done. He waits till Cap is out of the chamber and all that stuff. And old Red Face over there, like in a scene before all that happened, he's like. It basically says that, you know, if they stop the stuff from moving forward, then, you know, the Nazis will basically win. I like to think they they were expecting him to die. I, mean, I like to think they weren't actually expecting it to work. Yeah, they weren't expecting them to succeed. But I'm saying you wait until Cap gets out the chamber, obviously a successful, you know, experiment or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So you're going to wait till then. And then, I mean, sure, you shoot the doctor, so... The likelihood of you getting more the serum. Didn't have notes. He took the serum, or did you miss that part? No, he did take it, but I mean, obviously, later when Cap catches up with him, it, it breaks. But, <laughs> but I mean, you, you're, you're you're a well-known scientist working on something world-changing, and you didn't write down a single note. I doubt that. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, he might have had notes that would have been hard to decipher for someone who didn't directly work on the project or it so, was encrypted to protect his work as well that too that too because you know he didn't want that serum falling into the wrong hands hence why he Which, came to the u.s versus staying in germany no I, I mean i get that but like i said red red skull is basically like if we stop this thing from happening then we basically guarantee our our victory, victory. yes and then the dude waits till everything's done well, I mean, sometimes you can't expose your position right away. 
Well, yeah. he was already prepared to die, right? Yeah, because he, he had the, the cyanide. Cap. He took the cyanide. How did he get captured? His whole his whole objective. Because remember, he didn't grab he he grabbed that serum for a reason. He didn't grab it because he didn't think he was gonna he wasn't gonna make it out. No, I I'm, yeah. I, I, I he even t- had a sub. He had an un- escape understood plan. understood. But what I'm saying is, why wait? Why wait for Captain? He was he was ready to die anyway. Yeah. So why would you wait until the the experiment was over? And the dude came out gotta get the serum good to back. go. Again, they thought it was going to be a failure. Yeah, you think it was going to be a failure, or, so he dies. But no, no, because Red Skull even says, if we stop this. Yes. So if we stop this. But, they, also, say, but they even said. It doesn't say. He I didn't, think what you're supposed to take away from that scene is that Captain America can swim extremely fast. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, at another point in in the movie, Red Skull does say. It's highly unlikely they'll succeed again. Yeah, Red again. Skull doesn't say that. Zola says that. Yeah. Right. But he says it to Red Skull. That's why I'm getting confused. But they don't think it's going to succeed. That's why he's waiting until Cap walks out of the machine. Because you notice as soon as Cap is out of the machine and they're all down on the floor, he blows it up. Well, Cap is also not bulletproof. Well, I th- no, I th- he's th- not bulletproof. I so think that's the reason. I th- if he could get close enough, bah, like the minute you kill him. Well, he was all- clearly close enough. Yeah, well, he also he also, he also set off an explosion. And yeah, messed that up. Well, I think he messed off the. Diversion. I think he let off the explosion just as a I, quick uh, huh? diversion, uh, real yes, quick. Yes, yeah. it, it was. And I also don't think it was his ultimate goal to take out Cap. Well, he was also recognized. It, his ultimate goal was to kill the scientist. Well, the German scientist recognized him. He was like, exactly. He was like, <laughs> as soon oh! as the scientist recognized him, that's when he blew his bomb and shot him. I mean, internally, he was like, oh, <laughs> yep. So, since we're on the topic of, um, you know, Cap, like swimming as fast as a miniature submarine here, let's talk about Steve. I'm running in my skin boots, Rogers, and how he. <laughs> well, his skin generated really back really fast. Well, no, I'm just talking about. I saw I saw a picture, like an onset picture, when they weren't filming, yeah. and his bare feet. It was it was like some some bare feet boots. It wasn't actually <laughs> his actual bare feet. Well, yeah, you're not gonna. It was hilarious because Captain's skin regenerates. Yes, not his. Chris Evans doesn't Chris, do that. Chris Evans doesn't have that ability. <laughs> they did try, Sorry, but Chris. as you saw, the scientists didn't leave notes. Well, I, I, exactly. <laughs> so I, I understand that um, the serum, the whole thing, was supposed to make him physically and mentally, mentally and everything like mentally better. But like, yeah. So here's a fun question for that, and, and anybody that's listened to this that knows the comic books better than us probably is like, you idiots. Here's the answer. Yeah, comment on it, but. What I what I don't understand, and I've read some Captain America books, like you know the comic books, and I've obviously watched all the movies. So he's stronger, he's mentally more aware, yep. and he regenerates faster. Mm-hmm. These are the facts of what happened from his sure. experiment. Yeah. Why the hell does the shield come back to him when he throws it? Boomerang. It rich, what what level of voodoo did they put on him that that is a thing? Like, and again, maybe that's explained in some comics I haven't read, but I've never known the answer to that, and I will never know. But it looks badass on film, so we just kind of accept <laughs> it. But it is never really addressed because I, I think it's it, just trajectory of how it's thrown. So I was about to say mentally, he's he's better, so he can he's good at trajectory. Like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So yeah, so we can. That's why he can look at an angle and be like, oh, if I do that, bang, ding, 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 ding. Got it. So, yeah. but but does this increase mental capacity also? Yes. yes. Everything. But afterwards, he seemingly, like, gets um, lifetimes worth of tactics downloaded into his brain from the Vita rays or whatever it was. I don't know. He's able to address the situation. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but, like... I guess his reactions, you know, at the beginning when he's chasing down that initial Nazi or Hydra member or whatever, yeah. is not too out of the realm of possibility just because, like you said, his reaction time's better. But, like, later when he's leading, you know, all those men, he's like... He's, he's a tactician. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he... Well, he can read. He says his mental abilities probably... But he's able to speed read. He's able to remember well, stuff. I just read The Art of War in, like, can't five get minutes. It increased yeah, his, his critical thinking of the situation. So, like, his ability to address it and then, on the spot, make a decision. 
what to do next. What I think Chris is arguing is the fact that if you don't know tactics and you don't just get blasted with Vita rays and a serum and then now I know tactics. (laughs) But also think about who he was before, too. A scared little frail baby. He was just a baby man. He He was a private. You think they're telling privates how to? Well, I don't think it's fair to call him scared. I mean, he was no, he, he was, was he was ready scared. to rock from yeah. the jump. He just physically was was incapable of incapable doing it. Of so doing you so. Could, I could <laughs> so almost call him a scrawny child. I could almost guarantee <laughs> before one. he became Captain America, he was looking this stuff up. He was teaching himself or they didn't studying have, it. They didn't have the internet back then, so I don't know how he could have done that. Library. So that's I, yeah, so the only thing I can think of. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> I was making a joke. <laughs> I think the internet Obviously, they had ways to learn that stuff. Because so that's the only thing I can think of. He's reading. He re- he's able to retain. He's got photographic memory. But why? Why would he read that stuff? Because I mean, to. sure, he wants to join the army and, and whatnot. He and wanted go. to save Bucky. But even it's bef- his pal. Did you not hear him earlier? Right? I got it. I got it. They're best buds. When you got, when you got a friend that comes in the middle of a fight and kicks someone in the behind. Yep, it's a real friend. Yep. Last time I got in a fight in front of one of my friends, he stood there and watched. Who was that? This guy right here. Steve over there. That fight was one-on-one and you started it, so. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and I was in flip-flops. There, there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot of interjecting <laughs> to be done. Had his friend jumped in, then I would have had my Bucky moment. Get out of here! <laughs> get. That's my pal! Gold scat! Gold scat, get it! Come on! <laughs> Oh, and then and then that brings me to so they <laughs> that's what brings you to this I, now I'm actually excited to hear what the point is if that is what brought you to it please yes well it, what I'm about to say next just deals with like him getting injected with a serum in general and how you know Colonel Mustard Colonel <laughs> in the hallway with a fucking with a Vita ray <laughs> <laughs> so you know colonel phillips even remarks that it took a lot of getting from the government to even allow this thing to happen he even had to scrabble in front of senator what's his name <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> exactly Wait, uh, senator brant what's his name what's his name okay but um so they do all that for 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 old captain america over here well no, no they did it for the tryouts they didn't do it specifically for him but, but they fair, did it for the experiment in general. I mean, fair enough. But they invested a lot of money into all of everything. All yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? I'm sure they had actors walking around just like. Just and what? Important. And then what do they do with Captain America? He's sitting over there selling war bonds. In the with the USO. Well, because they didn't Dancing know. Monkey. You don't. You don't know what the heck he's gonna do. It could be. Yeah, that whole bonkers. tour they put him on is bananas. Well, the only reason they did it was to get more people to buy bonds. It's true. I mean, and I'm sure recruitment went up. Oh, yeah. Thematically, they probably did it just to get them in the old school suit. Bonds by bullets. Yes. They had to multiple times recreate the first cover, which is Captain America infamously punching Hitler in the face. Yes. And so they just recreated that oh, cover yeah. over and over and over. 200 and times. Over yeah, 200 times. Over 200 <laughs> times, right. So I thought, you know, again, going back to those illusions we mo- oh, mentioned earlier, yeah. that's yet another one where, yes, you know, recreating that first cover. That's fair. And in a future movie, which we'll talk about later, you will actually see said cover kind of snuck in there. So Yep, yep, yep. yep. Sweet. Yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that, like, we didn't invested, like, what probably millions. today what, would be millions. millions. Nah, billions. It have to be billions. And nah, just go out there with uh, old, uh, old blue eyes and, and perform with the USO or whatnot. And he's up there with like a, buy a, bullets a, for your best buds gun. <laughs> Him and the dancing troupe. Like, yes. <laughs> like the Which Dallas Cowboys is, cheerleaders featuring the, their costume is Their costume is now on my cosplay list. Yeah. So... I want Bring the, the girls back out. I, I want I want that velour suit he's wearing. I, I will do I, it. At least I assume it's velour. So speaking of the suit, <laughs> I was going to ask you, and and everyone can answer this if they have a different one because I'm sure they do. Like when I watch a film, part of what I I watch for is I'm kind of analyzing like how good was the the heroine, how good was the villain, and was there like this kind of shining moment. 
the moment that he is asked, you know, about the suit and he says, I kind of have this idea and then it cuts right to him, you know, coming through that door in what we now, you know, in the MCU know him to look like. Like that's just like it's like one of those iconic moments, you know, the shield is is there at that point. It's got those bullet scuffs in it from it getting blasted there at the beginning. It's just like an iconic scene. Like if you just froze it on that, you know, that could be the poster of the movie. Yep. And like that whole little montage of him just coming out and kicking some ass like is you know, generic as that may be to, to hero movies in general, it was a good feeling, this one. Yep. So, yeah, I like this subdued kind of suit that he gets, you know, he, 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 he's got for himself there. Mm-hmm. But then when he's infiltrating the Nazis, he's got that bright red, white, and blue shield strapped Perfect to his for back. infiltration. <laughs> Perfect. Guys, we're going in covert. Take that shield off. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I, look, guys, look, look. Many, many of you will die today. Just know that I won't. <laughs> yeah. I have my turtle shell on. <laughs> but know that I will be sad. I will attempt to get drunk, and I will fail. Yep. Really, guys, I'm not gonna miss you. I'm just saying, you're gonna die. I won't. Oh well. But speaking of We're moments, he will miss Bucky. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Bucky that, apparently couldn't hold on. That, that tore him oh, up a Bucky. bit. I thought you were taller. Now, <laughs> now no, he look. did fall into. No, I thought you were smaller. He did fall into a lot of snow. So yeah, I'm hoping oh, that his okay. landing so, I was, was soft. Yeah, I was gonna say like, and that maybe he becomes like a soldier, not <laughs> born from the winter. I yeah. don't know. I'm hoping. God damn it, Steve! I'm hoping something may happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's. I, I laughed when I saw that because obviously I know of the right. future movies, even though I haven't seen them. I'm like, how in the hell is he surviving that fall? Obviously, he does. It's a very, I very mean, soft you know snow. he does because you watched me cry over Bucky in later movies. <laughs> it's a very soft snow. Bucky. Not Bucky. Well, I mean, I, I did see him in Civil War for the few brief periods of lucidity I had when I wasn't snoring in my, my seat. What yeah. I'm excited about, knowing now that you fell asleep during that movie in the theater, I think when you go back and watch it, even after you watch the however many 20-some of these movies, you're going to quickly realize that's one of your favorites, I think. Yeah. I mean... Civil the, War is a fantastic film. The The parts that I did I see know. were pretty good. Yeah. But again, she took me to a late late showing and i'm mm-hmm. usually in bed by then yeah. so i was like not yeah. having none of that so it's one of those films and obviously we'll talk about that one later but but the the thing that'll stand out to you at least that did to me is you know you're obviously in this superhero world and things are larger than life and whatever and that one up until midway through it is basically just this very almost political line in the sand has been drawn down to the earth street level we got to figure this thing out and i thought they did a fantastic job with it. So I'm excited for you to watch that one again. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. it'll be fun when we talk about it. Yep. Absolutely. Um, there was a question you had asked me the last time we watched through Captain America. It had something to do with him being frozen in the ice. You'd asked me at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, oh yeah. how did he survive? That's what it was. I, certainly, that's probably not a question for this movie, though, because it's not answered in this movie. Yes, it is. I mean, How? super soldier serum. Yeah. The scene where he gets was trying to get drunk. It actually answers the question of how he survived in the ice. Cell regeneration. I thought you were talking about how did he survive the impact. That's no, <laughs> being frozen for 70 years. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, so let's let's talk about the uh, the end scene, not the post credits, but the actual end scene when when Cap wakes up and is being being rused. Oh yeah, and he's the, they have the what is it, the Cubs game yeah, on? The baseball game and he's on like, that he was attending. He's <laughs> like, no, this is I was this there. Is, this is wrong. Because I, I maybe in nineteen in the nineteen forties they didn't have uh, repeats, they didn't have reruns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it would have been kind of odd to hear the you know the game on that you definitely went to. I, like, I remember that play, that exact play. But yeah, I mean when I <laughs> at first when I yep. saw it, I was I was just like, 
this is weird. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, and they were apparently <laughs> familiar yet unfamiliar with his capabilities because they had all of these security measures in place and tried to ease him into it. And he just punches the wall out. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just... He was just like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> wall down. <laughs> and I believe he ran in his skin boots in that scene. Did he not? Was he? Fairly certain he was wearing skin boots in that one too. <laughs> I don't think you want to walk around New York barefooted. Well, after Giuliani cleaned it up, it's probably ain't that bad. But that I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Times Square, that. honey, you don't want to walk around there barefoot. And, and, and you know, I, it's questionable if you don't want to walk around. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's bad. It's not that bad. It ain't that bad. Well, it just it, honestly, it reminds me. And this is going back to the Friday show I used to do. But the you did a Friday show. Yeah. Get at, what was it called? Can't tell you. <laughs> uh, there's a scene in one of the most hated Jason movies, Jason Takes Manhattan, where Jason, you know, Kane Hodder's Jason walks out into Times Square. It sort of reminded me of that scene a lot. So now that you mention that, and I'm really sorry to interject, but so my friend for the longest time thought that the Kane, Kane the wrestler was Jason. From J- the Kane was Kane Hodder. To like, be fair, he'd actually probably be a great Jason. <laughs> he was like, well, there, there was the guy from WWE that played yeah. Jason. I was like, Jason Voorhees? <laughs> He's like, yeah, his name was Kane. I was like, Kane was never no. Jason Voorhees. No. And then I, so I pulled name. it up, I was like, WWE wrestler is Jason Voorhees? And it was like, Kane Hodder. I was like, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I really, I thought that scene was done well again, trying to like uh, harken back to when I first saw it. I don't recall if I realized it was modern day until, you know, he mentioned that, hey, I was at this game. Um, I mean, I think I probably fell victim to the ruse there too, you know. It's, <laughs> look, she's wearing old clothes and hey, the baseball well, game is on. That like, just means the yeah. filmmaker's doing his yeah, job. Well, right. Yeah. You, you obviously or I'm an idiot viewer. Either way. You haven't had your shot of... I sort of, even like the first time I watched it, I sort of picked up that, you know, something was off, but I couldn't quite place my finger on it until he said, you know, I yeah. was at that game. Yeah, I, I guess I had kind of the same inkling that something was something off, was but off. at the same time, it was like, well, this is clearly 1940s yeah. uh, New York. Right. This is also and I mean, can movie, you even yeah. imagine like in a world where you go to sleep in the 40s and wake up? Not not just wake up in modern times, but wake up seventy years into later, Times Square with all of the video screens and yeah. I mean, that's, it would be extremely overwhelming. To be honest, his shock was probably underplayed. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, like wow, yeah. this is he nice. just kind of took it all in. He was a tourist. Yeah. He was just a tourist from yeah, like yeah. Albuquerque. He's like, <laughs> yep, this is great. Wow, <laughs> this is a lot. I'm nervous. <laughs> ah! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that was part of the deleted scene, like where he actually did <laughs> act like that. <laughs> no, I like I like how they brought in how they introduced Fury in that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, since I've seen a couple of them before, I knew who Nick Fury was, so that was kind of cool seeing him. I, I mean, to be fair, I always like it when I see Samuel L. stepping out and absolutely onto the screen. <laughs> I, I'm upset that they have not worked in not one motherfucker. Oh, big. no, no. Just stop there. Because they have. And you have seen that. Ooh. Do tell. Have I? Yes, Where? you have. Because remember, I was like, no, not Fury. Sorry. Stop. You were yelling. I got excited. <laughs> you have a baby. <laughs> she sleeps. Not with that yelling. Clearly she does. She's out cold right now. All right, so when is this Infinity this War? So actually, I <laughs> it was funny when we were watching it because I bought the um, the digital version on Amazon just because I didn't want to wait for it, uh, so I could watch it that you know right then that day yeah. that I <laughs> that but we decided so despite the enter. fact that I told you you can just use my Vudu, but, but I wanted to you know I wanted to watch it right now, which you could have done with Vudu. That's a digital service. Yes, it is. Whatever. I no, you told me you had it. I do, and in, in digital. But I I don't remember that. Com- anyway, I actually thought that was the post credit scene. Yeah, and I was like, no. well, maybe the digital version just cut out the credits and went yeah. straight to it. And then no. Anna was like, nope, that's that wasn't it because it, it, it just seemed like yeah, him it did waking- feel like it. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, if you watch the other MCU 
post-credit scenes, that scene very much is in line with the type of thing that they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of that, you know, kind of, oh, something else is coming. We're in a different time zone now, or we're going to introduce this character. It definitely felt like one of those. Um, what was interesting, though, is this post-credit scene in particular literally went like full-on trailer. Yep. Oh, for the Avengers. For Avengers, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they very much went went into a trailer for it. Um, you know, where like coming this summer, like the oh, whole yeah, month, they yeah, did. Do like, that. They, they did. Went, they went right into a trailer. Um, which I mean, but the actual like post credit scene itself, like that you would have seen in theaters. Yeah, where he's boxing and literally it cuts off after you know their interaction, Furies and Captain America's. So that whole trailer, like. I try not to pay attention to that when I'm watching it on the digital. I mean, to be fair, though, it was a, at the time of it, it was pretty amazing because, you know, we're we're doing these in the chronological order, not the order they were released in. And at this time, when that movie was released, it was the fourth and final Avenger yeah. solo movie to then, you know, open up the door to do the Avengers. Yep. So it was pretty known that it was coming, but to see Nick Fury mention it and then ultimately you know see this kind of mini trailer i think a lot of people got pretty excited seeing that um you know even watching it in the order we're watching it in it kind of lets you know gives you the insight that you know obviously back in the 40s this guy was kind of doing his own thing and, and and leading his own troop and then as we move forward and to the present day nick fury comes along and explains to him you know in your absence there has been several other people who are kind of you know, watching out for the universe, if you will. And we have this threat that's big enough where we're going to form this team. And I think, you know, if you talk about iconic moments within the MCU, while guardians of the galaxy and black Panther and, and, you know, Dr. Strange and others have have happened that are separate from the Avengers, if you will, the Avengers are always going to be the mantle. And so I think seeing that first time of just hearing Nick Fury say, you know, we're going to form this team that alone i personally think that it should have just cut there i don't think we needed the coming summer (laughs) and again again, if you've seen it like in theaters and if you have the dvd or things like that it doesn't do that so on the blu-ray it is definitely still in there yeah yeah Yeah. so i don't i i oddly enough i don't go to the theater to see most movies because i purchase them and i don't like double dipping so I just wait the extra three months and buy it when it comes out and watch it. Oh, I go to um, the theater. But every iteration of that I've seen, whether it be on disc or digital or whatever, it's it's been there. And so I, that's one thing, whether it was added later or in the original, either way. I, I feel like just him saying we're forming a team, dot, 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 that should have been... That should have been a wrap. Dot. I think that's, yeah, they, he added that's too, enough. He added yeah. too much. Yeah. <laughs> he, he oversold it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, now watch this little trailer, buddy. Come here. I'll show, I'll show you what they've been up to. <laughs> Gather around. Gather around. All right. So final thoughts on Captain America, the first Avenger. Suck Bobby. balls. No. It was a good movie. I liked it. I thought it was very, very comic booky. I were to say so myself. Especially for it, it had a, it definitely had a 1940s comic feel to it. Mm-hmm. I can say that. Four out of five stars. Four out of five shields. Four. <laughs> you vibranium shields. You no 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 adamantium. No Sh- adamantium. Shield shields. The shield <laughs> shields. Because they're shield shields. Agents of shield shield. Yep. Fair. Coulson, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't even know why I'm laughing. Don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't know who that is. My yet. reference right. is is lost on you. To be honest, the first Avenger is probably one of my least favorite of the MCU universe. But that is not saying I don't like it. I think it's a testament to how good the films are. I think as they kind of got their footing under them, at least for me, a lot of people will tell you that they think the first couple of Iron Man movies are are some of the best, which they are as far as cinematic value. But I think for me, my my fandom and, and the nerding out, if you will, really started to take flight when 
the Avengers all got together and we started getting more and more characters. You know, when we get up to Civil War and they start dragging even more in and then into Infinity War where we're dragging more and more in, the more that I'm seeing on screen, the more I've liked it, the more epic it felt. Um, and so a lot of the the kind of introduction movies, the solo movies and the, the, the background stories, um, while they're done really, really well, I just really enjoyed the grandeur as the as the universe grew. Fair enough. Well, as most of you have figured out by now, Captain America is my favorite. Um, so I am a little <laughs> biased when it comes to this movie. I like a lot of the foreshadowing that comes along with it, especially when you watch it in chronological order. You know, there's a lot that they show with the Tesseract and its abilities. And, like, you get a glimpse of the Rainbow Road at one point. Oh, yeah. When the... <laughs> When the the Nazi who's grabbing on of some power he probably shouldn't and gets and Schmidt turns it all the way up and it's like what was that <laughs> yeah, I know what I mean, that was even even with what it you know did to Red Skull obviously yeah you know you you learn more so yeah they did, they did quite a bit of, of foreshadowing oh yeah a lot of foreshadowing and some of it I did not foresee like what it would lead into like mm-hmm. Red Skull I mean if. You've watched ahead in the Marvel Universe. You guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't, you'll learn. It, it puts a lot of things into place for the rest of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's difficult when you watch something. You know, these movies come out, you know, a couple a year. And then, you know, by the time the storyline in, in X movie gets to where it affects Y, it's been three, four, five years. You kind of forget the lead up. I think it's really interesting, even as someone, you know, like yourself and me, where we've seen them all to go back knowing what we know now and watch it. You have this different lens where you're picking up on things that you otherwise might not have noticed. Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to see what you're even talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure some of it you can deduce, but others things will. There's so much. No. <laughs> present themselves. That's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for us this time. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, comments, or theories, you can email us at thecollector at cjs.productions or comment on the show notes for this episode at collectorpodcast.com. Until next time. Are we are we gonna yes. do this or yes. what? All right, all right, all right, Damn! Right. Which movie are we doing? Cap- <laughs> oh my god! Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. Uh, bye, Thor.